Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Ian McNulty joins us now who talks about eating and drinking in the Crescent City. How you doing, Ian? We've gone from stirring music to stirring the gumbo and maybe some cocktails. Well, apparently there was no music. Here. Apparently there was no music to stir, but we did, you know, spend like 20 seconds rehearsing it, so I'm surprised that, I'm surprised it didn't come off flawlessly. That's okay. I've got carnival time uh, ringing in my head this morning. There you go. Uh, How you doing? All right? Throw the baby out the window. Let the dirt burn down. Yeah, Carnival not time, really. Baby. I'm excited. If you're no, a tourist, that, really. if you're a tourist, you're not supposed to do yeah. that. No. Um, <laughs> real quick, I want to mention this too. Uh, Ian Rappaport is tweeting that Buffalo Bills safety Damar Hamlin is addressing the team via FaceTime this morning. Breathing tube is out. He spent the morning speaking to various teammates, and now he's delivering a message to the entire group. So good for that young man. We were all very upset at what we saw. Um, on Monday night. So, Ian McNulty, let's talk King Cake. Somebody texted in and said the King Cake Hub is popping. So, I presume uh, that means busy. I don't doubt it for a second. You know, this is, I've been thinking about it uh, in, the, in the days, the, the bleak days that we had between January 1st and today, January 6th. That, you know, that, that long, austere stretch where, uh, where New Orleans is between holidays. Uh, <laughs> This is a, this is the the, uh, the start of a season, and like any season that's worth tracking, you know, Saint season, Crawfish season, whatever, it's uh, it's good to kind of take stock at the beginning, kind of think about what what's in store for us. So, uh, first thing I want to say is remember this is a, a mid range season. You know the, the the length of the season, of course, varies, mm-hmm. and uh, we're we have forty seven days this year between today and Fat Tuesday on February 21st when all king cakes must uh, wear a shroud and, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> go under disguise or something and you find, find some other kind of pastry to eat. Uh, so that's a mid-range season. So that means, you know, you've got 47 days to, to eat king cakes, see, you know, how that calculus works out for, for you and your lifestyle and your, <laughs> your life goals. And uh, it's, it's good because uh, it's not so long where you're like, well, whatever. I'm sure there'll be a lot of king cake around, but it's not so short where you you panic that you're not going to be able to try enough or get enough king cake in, in the season. So you can take your time. You can pace yourself. You can go out and, and, and pop it, get a lot of king cake today, the next couple of days over the weekend, next football party, whatever it is. Uh, you can recover. You can burn out. You can recover again. Uh, you can you get back in the game uh, for for a late season kind of playoff run, <laughs> closer to the parades and all that. Uh, so, you know, my advice to people is, uh, you know, this is a, this is a season where you can go out and reconnect with your favorite king cakes, and you can try new ones. And boy, are there a lot of them out there. I haven't done the math, but I wonder if there are enough days between now and Fat Tuesday where you could eat a king cake from every different place, if, if there either are enough different types of king cakes from different places or if there are enough days to eat all the different types of king cakes they have. Let me, let me save you the, the mental gymnastics on that one. All right. uh, yes and no. There, okay. there are, there's 47 days of carnival this year. There are vastly more than 47 king cake producers out there. Uh, and I know what you're thinking, you know, on, the top, on my hand, I'm listing a few, you know, uh, 
what, Randazzo's, Dong Fung, your favorite grocery store. No, it's it's everywhere now, Tommy. It's the big producers. It's the big bakeries. It's Haydell's. It's all those guys. And then it's all these little boutique bakeries, these small neighborhood shops, these coffee shops. Uh, if Frankly, it, it, it's restaurants, uh, some of which have gone really big in the game, like Brennan's, and some of which just – you know, have their own uh, gourmet-style king cake desserts on the dessert menu. Frankly, if if, you, Wait. if this time of year, if you don't see a king cake within view, look out because it's probably sneaking up behind you. The stuff is everywhere. <laughs> Brennan's king cake? What is that about? Brennan, oh, yeah. So Brennan's restaurant, uh, you know, the, the, the landmark restaurant oh, on, yeah. on Royal Street, um, two seasons ago, they jumped into the king cake game. And this was during COVID, during the lockdowns and all that. So if, for them, it was uh, how do we uh, how do we <laughs> we generate business and keep our people working when we can't really operate a restaurant properly under the COVID restrictions. And one thing they came up with was let's make king cake. And so they they cranked up this really substantial uh, baking operation. They have an offsite location here in New Orleans, like away from the restaurant, where they um, they do all the breads for the restaurants and, and a lot of the pastries and stuff. But they do. This time of year, they get into king cake mode, and they do a variety of king cakes, but their signature one is the Bananas Foster's King Cake, which, of course, is the dessert that was created at Brennan's and became this, like, signature New Orleans, Louisiana flavor. Um, and it's uh, been going strong. They have them. Um, you mentioned the King Cake Hub. That's a place they do them at. They ship them. But that's just one example of a place that you might not assume, you know, if you start thinking about the big bakeries, the places you've always gone since you were a kid. Uh this is a place that's like a major king cake player now that uh, that came out of basically a survival strategy for restaurants during COVID. Where would I get a Brennan's Banana Foster King Cake? Well, you can order them. Uh, they'll ship them to you. Uh, you can go to King Cake Hub. Let's talk about that for a second. They yeah. have them there also. Uh, and check their website. They may sell them through the restaurant, but I'm not quite sure about that. Uh, but definitely they're available re- uh, just off the shelf at King K Cup, and you can you know order them online. They'll they'll send them to you to wherever you are. I, I had uh, no earthly idea. Who would have known? Yeah, yeah. Well, King K Cup is a, is a good uh, is a good education in that actually. So just for people who aren't uh, who are uh, who don't know about this yet, uh, King K Cup started a couple years ago uh, by this great guy Will Samuels, a real entrepreneur and cultural ambassador for the city, and he had this idea. Hey, everyone likes a variety of king cakes. You all been to parties where people bring like four or five different king cakes from different parts of the city, and everyone tries them and compares them. Well, what if we put all that in one place, created a hub for them? That's exactly what he did. So they work with a lot of different bakers and producers from around the city and even a few from around the region who every day send them a supply of king cakes. And so you go to the king cake hub, and it's basically a department store of king cakes. It's like this uh, showroom of different king cakes. And like some of these producers, the bakeries, will have multiple cakes. So, I mean, there's dozens of different cakes in one place, and it's festive. There's other, like, king cake-themed treats and desserts and Mardi Gras paraphernalia and all that good stuff. And uh, for the last two years, it's been located – at Zoni Mash Brewery, one of those craft breweries, it's on uh, Broad by the Broad Street Pumping Station in that neighborhood where Central City and Broadmoor kind of meet. It's really a convergence of a lot of neighborhoods around there, uh, real centrally located. And it's in a brewery, Tommy. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you know there's some beer involved, and uh, Zoni Mash has made uh, a stout uh, that goes along with 
the king cake. It's like a king cake themed stout with some of the same flavors of king cake, the cinnamon in there. Uh, I had the version that they produced last year. It was quite tasty. It's a good morning beer, if I do say so. Has uh, some 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 you know get up and go kind of notes to it if you're having your king cake and your sure. first beer in the morning. <laughs> I think we're all looking for a good morning beer. Did something get you going? You know what I mean? Well, stout looks a little like coffee, so yeah, you know you, you want to pour it into a mug. Throw a little bit of caffeine uh, in it. Who knows what could happen? Right, right. So there's King Cake Hub. That that's a great. That's a good place for people to know about if they want to try a variety of cakes in one place. And uh, you know, I like it because the, the, the selection's always changing over, and it's uh, it's just a fun place. You run into people, people are excited, and you know, you can have a little beer on the side. Not so bad. All right, let me take a quick break. When we come back. Do you want to keep it light, or do you want to talk about the big King Cake lobby in Congress? Big king cake and the effect they have. Which, what do you want to do? Keep it light? We'll keep it light. Yeah, let's, let's keep it as light as king cake. Well, yeah. you know, the people at being king, big king cake are very powerful as well, and I don't think you, neither you or I want to take them on at this juncture. 919, we'll take in a break. If you have any questions about king cakes, 504-260-1870. Ian McNulty is here, who covers food and dining for... NOLA.com. I guarantee he'll answer your questions when we come back. And tell me what your favorite is, and I'll pass them along to Ian and get his take on them. 504-260-1870. Tommy Tucker, back with Ian McNulty in a flash here on WWL. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Dave Cohen has just popped in. I think we got some news here. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, DeMar Hamlin's agent has just announced that the Buffalo Bills safety has had his breathing tube removed and is speaking again. Okay. Thanks. Uh, Back in a flash, WWL. 924 Friday, January 6th. King Cake season is here, 12th night. And Ian McNulty is here who covers food and dining for the uh, NOLA.com. And we're getting questions about king cakes left and right. People are saying I can get Brennan's king cake at Zapardo's in Metairie. Do you know that to be cool? Six different yeah. ones? Yeah, I wouldn't no, that's, that, I wouldn't doubt it. That that uh, the the distribution network is expanding for sure. Like I said, it's a big operation. It's uh, they've, they've really cranked it up. Somebody texted about Claudia's king cakes. I don't know if they mean Claudia or Caluto, or are there two different ones? <laughs> no, those are two different ones. Yeah. Okay. Uh, almost any combination of letters you can put together, and somebody under that name is making king cake. It seems. Caluto's, uh, of course, is that. Uh, uh, Elmwood-based uh, producer. He makes a lot of different types of king cakes. Uh, some people will know him from Jazz Fest. He does the uh, white chocolate bread pudding out there at Jazz Fest and that crawfish strudel. Oh, so good. Don't get me started on Jazz Fest food right now. We're talking Mardi Gras. Uh, anyway, this is slight divergence. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Kaluta's makes a good king cake, and they uh, they have actually they have those at uh, King Cake Hub also in addition to uh, grocery stores. That's the kind of place where you, you, they distribute to a lot of different retailers around the area, so you're going to find Kaluta's king cakes in a lot of different places. Claudia's, I think that is the one in Slidell, but I'd have to double check on that one. In your opinion, somebody texted in, and Ian's opinion, what does what makes for a good cake? Is it subtlety? Do you like a lot of icing? I guess it's up to uh, each individual person. But for you, Ian McNulty, what makes a good sure. cake for you? Sure, sure. It, I Okay, so on the one hand, there's the traditional cake. On the other hand, there's the latest offbeat, interesting, creative cake. And Tommy, I can I can hold king cake in both of those hands and and enjoy them both. But I have to say, uh, for me, it starts with the traditional king cakes. It starts with the ones that set the whole 
phenomenon in motion. Uh, you know, you would not have the out-of-the-box king cakes, the out-of-this-world king cakes, the savory king cakes, the crawfish king cakes, the exquisite chef-led delicacy king cakes, if not for the cravings and the tradition and the culture that were established by the traditional ones, which frankly are a lot more plain, right? It's the, you talk to New Orleanians who have been around, uh, around the parade route a few times <laughs> and, uh, and they'll, they'll tell you about Mackenzie's king cake, which was basically like a loaf of bread with yeah. some sugar on it. Yeah, you know? I that, never did. That's, that's what it you, was. You know but, you what know. I would love to do though, Ian, I would love yeah. to taste one now to see if my tastes have matured and if maybe I would appreciate that now. Well, the good news is you can. Uh, Mackenzie's, uh, while the, the company itself has uh, long gone into the parade route in the sky, uh, the brand actually lives on. Um, some locations, not all, some locations of Tasty Donuts um, have taken on that brand. And the one on Harrison Avenue comes to mind, of course, in Lakeview. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have the logos, the labels, and the recipes. And they make traditional Mackenzie's king cakes uh, just as plain as you're remembering them. So I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to get one just to see if my tastes have matured any and if it's as bad as <laughs> – if it's as bad as I remember it, and that's not a that's not a shot at Tasty or Mackenzie's. I'm just sure. saying it wasn't to my liking. Well, no, those were cakes that were, you know, they they were of a different era, uh, and they there were something that you you take a slice of, you dunked it into your coffee, and then you went on with your mm-hmm. life. And, and uh, but to, to to answer the, the question, for me, the traditional king cake, uh, it, 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 and I don't I don't go for the most utterly plain like that. Uh, I want a strong seam of cinnamon. Uh, I want it to have a nice texture on the outside. I want it to be simple enough that I can just pick up a slice with one hand while I've got a finger sandwich or a mini muffalata in the other. Mm. Uh, this has to be a king cake that could survive a trip on uh, on a parade float or you know thrown into your backpack to make it to the parade route. Um, the ones I'm talking about are uh, well, Adrian's in Gentilly. This is a neighborhood bakery. Um, multi-generation family there now you know the kids are coming up in the craft and uh they do all kinds of good baked goods there but their traditional they call it plain king cake is it kind of nails that style for me and they call it plain it's not plain i mean it's, it's heavily iced and it's got just a lot of cinnamon in it and it's delicious and but it, it gets to that okay this is this was the baseline of the king cake culture right here that's that's the where it all started and we're all these wonderful things have gone from there. It's it's sort of like uh, like music, you know. You don't get to uh, to Miles Davis <laughs> without traditional jazz to, as the launching platform. All right, let's talk about uh, savory king cake. Somebody texted in about who has the best savory king cake. Somebody else texted in what are your top three suggestions about savory king cake. And then somebody else texted in looking for boudin boudin king cake in Metairie or the North Shore. Okay, well, uh, let's 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 wrap all those together in, into one uh, brioche loaf. Um, the savory king cakes are fun. They're not king cakes in a way that they're not really cakes. They're like uh, king calzones or something, right? Uh, so check out Bywater Bakery. Uh, this is a, a place down in the Bywater, Dauphine Street. It's a wonderful neighborhood bakery cafe, and they do a whole bunch of different king cakes, uh, one of which is a boudin-filled king cake. They have another that's um, 
spinach and artichoke, and then they have a crawfish. And uh, they're real tasty, and it's it's one of those things where you put it out on the table, and it's it's a meal. You know, I mean, this this is not <laughs> don't dunk your boudin king cake into your coffee. Oh, do I'm not here to tell you what to do. It's carnival. <laughs> do Absolutely. what you want. <laughs> you know what? You can dunk it into your breakfast beer if you want. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Butcher uh, has one. This is uh, Donald Link's um, butcher shop restaurant down in the warehouse district. Uh, they call it the, the king of king cakes. It's an Elvis riff. And this kind of splits the difference because it is sweet, but it also, we're talking Elvis, has got bacon and banana. And so, like, that kind of takes you both ways with the the salty and the sweet. Um, I haven't found a boudin king cake on the North Shore Meadow yet, but I'd be uh, if someone out there knows of one, uh, holler, let, let Tommy know via the text line. Love to hear about it. Um, but there's the thing about it, about every king cake season, Tommy, is that you can have your old favorites and then find new ones. I've, I've already got my eye on a, what sounds to me like a breakfast burrito turned into a, a savory king cake. Really? I haven't tried it yet. Where's it, it at? Yet, what is it? Tell me more, the, more, more. The, deets, the, deets. Yeah. <laughs> there's a place in mid city called the station. It's on Bienville street. It's in this like, cute as pie old vintage filling station and it's a coffee shop with a bakery operation attached to it real small scale um you know they're not shipping these things nationwide or anything this is like you know walk up see what they have kind of thing but they uh have been talking about a uh a savory king cake with eggs and breakfast meats and it's just mm, sounding uh, pretty interesting to me like maybe maybe that could be a cross between a kolache and a king cake we will see so that's what i'm talking about the experimentation the hybrids the evolution it continues but in the background beating that bass drum at the back of the parade are your traditional king cakes the ones that still look feel taste and evoke the memories of old king cakes as they should somebody texted in you big pies needs to make a king cake flavored pie or you could reverse that and say somebody needs to make a you big pie flavored king cake or is that hallelujah what hallelujah no i love that i love that i mean that's that's one of those things i've been thinking about as the season approaches you know you think like okay what could happen this season like i'm talking about like like forecasting the same season like oh what's gonna happen this matchup that matchup what's gonna happen now that hubig's pies are back after a decade yeah uh and it must be said slowly making their way back into the market for sure with their you know i've not had one yet i've not encountered them yet oh yeah they're i mean they're getting out there i mean Mm -hmm. you know the 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 they're they're definitely increasing their distribution and some of the initial rush of like clearing off the shelves has cooled a bit. So I think they're normalizing. So they're available. But I was thinking, okay, this is the first time they've been back in a decade. It's carnival season. I mean, we've seen New Orleans people dress up like Cubic Spies on the parade route. Mm-hmm. We've seen tributes to them in many different ways. There has there is going to be some King Cake Cubic's Pie hybrid tribute mashup collaboration create Frankenstein, there whatever you want to, to call it. There has to there be. Has it's to too be. obvious. And, just if anyone, out there. Yeah. and if anyone sees it or does it, please let me know. I want to know about this. This is an interesting text. Ask Ian if he can tell the difference between the different iterations of Randazzo's king cakes. And I would add uh, on, Ian, how many different ones are there? Because I know they had a, a schism, didn't they, in the family? Yeah, there there is a family tree there uh, that is it looks like one of the, the, the technical readout diagrams from an old Radio Shack, uh, you know. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to define anyone's family relationship as a schism without knowing more about it. But uh, there are different, very different. Uh, Would you go so far as to say rift? 
Right. They're very different businesses. Would doing you say Rift or not? Would you go with a Rift? Would you say creative differences? I would say probably a slice in the cake. You know? All right. Okay. Uh, different slices slice of the cake. cake. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah, I shouldn't yeah. have said that. I think you're right. <laughs> Okay, so there are different iterations of Randazzo's family king cakes. Right. Can you tell the difference between any of them? Uh, yes, I would. I would. I, I would challenge myself, and I would actually like to do this, like put together some kind of a blind tasting of them all. Sure, which, you can you know, eat a involves, bunch of king cake. Who wouldn't want to do that? <laughs> it involves referees I'm with and you. everything else. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, but go ahead. But but yeah, the the one the one that that. A lot of people, when they hear Randazzo, they think Manny Randazzo mm-hmm. kick kick. And that is the one that famously has the line, not just out the door, but down the dang block oh, over yeah. there on Holland Street in Metairie. Good luck to uh, park. Right. So that's Manny. And then, you know, from there, there's Nona and there's, there's, there's other Randazzos. Yes. Yeah. And, and yes. And in, in, some, in some cases distributed to other shops. And other retailers and around Slide the city. And too has an iteration, don't they? Ian Slide yeah, That's right. That's Which right. Which one is that? And like, well, and like I say, some 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 of these producers also ship to other retailers. Like you might find them at coffee shops and grocery stores, and so it gets. It gets a little confusing. Which one is which, and where you got it from? Uh, they're all, they all follow a basic style, mm-hmm. uh, which is these are big cakes. These are fluffy. Uh, the 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 braid is very distinct. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got the sprinkles on top, the the Mardi Gras colored sprinkles. Uh, I'll try them all. Um, frankly, if one if one shows up that is verifiably from Manny Randazzo, I, I am I am pushing smaller people out of the way uh, <laughs> and using my leverage against possibly bigger people to try to get in front of them and uh, and get a slice of that. Um, but yeah, that, uh, that that might be a note for for. For deeper carnival season exploration, if we can line some of these up and actually do like the Pepsi challenge on them, I'm in. Like I said, whatever, whenever it comes to king cake, let's talk quickly too about. I don't want to say Vietnamese bakery versions of king cakes, but there is high dough on the West Bank. There's Dong Fung. Is that it on Chef Mentor? Oh yeah, no, it's fair to say. Look, the, the Vietnamese community has a strong tradition in baking, uh, which goes back to, to the, the history of French colonization yeah. of Vietnam. Yeah, and they Absolutely. they brought a lot of that uh, here when they uh, settled and built their community in, in Louisiana. And uh, you know, not surprisingly, uh, king cake is is a big part of that. The 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 one most people think of is Dong Phong out in New Orleans East, uh, out in the Village de l'Est, and uh, that is one again follows the same thing I was talking about. They produce them there. But now they sell them all over the city. They have like these authorized uh, retailers that will sell them. Um, you get limited stocks of them, but uh, but the difference you would uh, characterize for people that have never had one from the Vietnamese bakery, as opposed to say Randazzo's, how would you do? How would you explain that? Well, they're not all the same. That's the thing. There's, okay. there's, they don't follow. Uh, the same template uh, that just because they come out of Vietnamese bakeries. Now, they tend to be very good, all mm-hmm. of them, uh, but the one from Dong Song is very distinctive. It comes out with this, it almost looks like a uh, the scalloped edge, almost looks like croissants mm-hmm. sort of baked together. And um, by the way, people who really want to do a deep dive on king cake, look at the big book of king cake by this local writer, Matt Haynes, a great local writer. This came out last year. It's fabulous. It's gorgeously uh, photographed by uh, Randy Schmidt, and it's this uh, coffee table book that's actually just 
just so full of interesting stories, including the, the origin story of Dong Song. It's really worth looking up uh, and, and getting into that one. But just, so that's the distinctive style of Dong Song. That's the one that you will recognize that. You put 20 king cakes together, you will recognize that one instantly. Some people would know it in the dark. That's for sure. You can know it by feel. <laughs> but Haido is another one you mentioned. That's in Terrytown. Uh, that's run by the Doe family, longtime Vietnamese bakery. Uh, very traditional there. That they do. We're talking about the traditional or the plain king cakes. They do a fantastic king cake that follows the old school Mackenzie esque um, plain, delicious uh, king cake model. And they also do these custom cakes there, king cakes that are like they're king cake, but they're shaped into fleur de lis or hearts, oh, yeah. or footballs or whatever. I've yeah, real those. fun. Yeah. Yeah, and look out for this—a a new one coming down the line. Dough winners. Uh, if you're, <laughs> it's, it's quite a name, and winners is spelled like the the very common Vietnamese last name, uh, N G U Y N E R. It's pronounced win. So dough winners is a bakery that's supposed to open in Gretna in the next couple of weeks. Should be open in January, and their king cakes now for sale at the family's related businesses, Huey P's pizzeria and tauntaun vietnamese restaurant and they are this is a vietnamese family they're doing their own king cakes this is nothing like the dong Phong king cake it is quite its own creation it goes more traditional new orleans style but listen to this one of the fillings is cafe suda what's mm. that that's the rich uh rich vietnamese style coffee that's that, the flavor in and, the king cake and what's the name of it again dough winners but not not winners spelled out right. <laughs> with a w right but the N G U Y N E R. Thank so, you again. Winners. Yes. There Pleasure's you go. <laughs> always, sir. Have a great weekend. You can download the Odyssey app to hear all of Ian McNulty's uh, regu- recommendations on King Cake. Speaking of dough winners, JR is going to come up next. Give- hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.